Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. live from Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV on Alivations Friday. Good to be with you. Thanks for being with us. Hope your day is going well. Hope your weekend goes well. It should be a good time. Florida State back at home. Doak Campbell Stadium, Bobby Bowden Field. It'll feel good to walk into that stadium, get loud, watch Florida State hopefully round into form. They've been able to get by because they're talented and they work hard and they're gutsy and they have a lot of toughness, both physically and mentally. But they haven't played their best football, and what an opportunity now to do that, to go out and play well and see it come together. And if it happens, I think we're going to all kind of breathe a sigh of relief because what's in there is really good. they got to get it out. they got to get it to come out. They've got to be able to play and utilize all the pieces because they have answers across the board, and they're better than most from a talent standpoint. Um there might be a few teams that you would take the talent over Florida State. That's true. I'm not here to say that Florida State's the most talented team in the country. But they have an enviable amount of talent, especially at the skill positions. And if you're able – I mean, let's face it. The, the game of football is an awful lot about quarterback play. And you got a kid who's played a gazillion snaps for you, and he has not played his best football either due to injury or perhaps forcing the issue a little bit with a couple of superstar guys on the outside. But – if he gets right and this thing gets balanced and they find a way to put it all together, Florida State's really good. And then if you're Virginia Tech, it could be a very bad day to have to come in here and face a team that's rested, that's been able to assess what they've done poorly, fix it, and get out there and execute. This could go south in a hurry. It's the other thing about being the target on your back, the team with the target on your back, like Florida State had for decades, which is whatever you see on film, is not what you're going to see, at least at the beginning of a game, because they know that this is their game. I forget who said it this week, uh, but they were correct. This is my game to get noticed. I think it was Braden Fisk 
he was talking well, he's to the media. He's already noticed, but yeah. No, but like in terms of when he was at Western and he played in a game such as Virginia Tech is about to play, they know that more eyeballs are on the TV sets, more scouts are watching for somebody else, but they might just see you. And so whatever you see the best of Virginia Tech is against Pitt specifically, which is the most recent game, there's going to be better moments than that because they know that you require them to go to a different level. Now, if you can stamp out that fire mm-hmm. within a quarter, then we're done here. But there's going to be – I mean, they ran gadgets against Pitt. They didn't believe that they could win straight up in the trenches against Pitt. They had reverses. They had a flea flicker. I mean, I would expect all kinds of weird stuff out of them, not just this you know, uh, triple option or zone reads to try and get our linebackers flowing one way or the other. You're going to see outright gadgets against uh, Virginia Tech tomorrow. Good. I hope it goes terribly for them. And uh, a lot of times you get too cute and turn the ball over and things really begin to avalanche quickly. Let's hope this team's playing fast, playing hungry, that there's an edge to them. Uh, By the way, I see that people are excited to see uh, Blake Nicholson. I think you're going to tomorrow. I think you will see him play because I think Florida State's going to get up. By the way, you will not, in all likelihood, get an opportunity to see Brock Glenn play. People ask about that. That'd be something. That would be something. No, that's probably not going to happen. Um but, you know, before the season's end, you might, but not tomorrow. Circle that North Alabama game. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's get a little further further down the road uh, before we see Brock. He's been obviously dealing with something. So, um, he's fine, and, you know, he's going to be all right. But, yeah, it just stinks. One game he gets in, gets a little dinged, and there you are, you know. But got to be careful because he's probably your future. Um, your immediate future. Your immediate yeah. future, yeah. yeah. So, should be should be fun there. Uh, I do suspect that Florida State will play well, and I'm, I can't wait to get to the stadium. You know, I like to rush through days. I like to be in the moment, Tom. I like to enjoy my company, be around people that I love and interact with them and not try to speed things along. But I'm anxious for this game. I want this to be Saturday at 3.30. Now, we'll be doing the pregame show at Hotel Indigo, and uh, we won't speed through that. We will sit down and enjoy ourselves, and I hope that you guys get an opportunity, if you're in town, maybe just get into town. Uh, stop by Hotel Indigo, 826 West Gaines Street there in Tallahassee, right across from the intramural fields where all of it's happened in College Town. Get up on that seventh floor and enjoy some tasty beverages and some good food and the view, as well as the content from Tom and I. And then, of course, the post-game show with you and Gene starting roughly 10 to 15 minutes after the game ends is always a good listen, too. And uh, there you go. It feels like we're coming off of a bye week. Like I understand that tomorrow's a game day, but you're just you're starting to get that machine revving again. Mm. And this is a big push here, these three straight home games. The opportunity to get some momentum going. And look, I, I would have preferred that the first month of the season, four and is four and You'll take it. You take it. You're damn I would have right preferred that they did the twenty thirteen act and, and just you know boat race everybody. Yeah. But then this week, since in that scenario, this week you'd be like, Oh, all right, glad they're home. And that would be the extent of it. Glad they're home. Hope we get backups in beginning in the middle of the second But there's quarter. real intrigue about tomorrow. I yeah. am fascinated. Yeah, me too. I mean, it could go wrong. They could end up still having question marks after this game, likely in victory. Yeah. But they could have real question marks. And, and I'm really looking forward to a time where that's not the case. And I think they got a chance tomorrow to kind of put all that stuff behind them. For those that don't recall, Florida State, 45-24, 66-13, to 31-29, and 31-24, your game scores up to now. What would look like a complete, well-put-together, big-picture, offense-defense, great day at the office game to you? Is that a is that a 37-3? Is that a 
uh, you know what, I'm willing to give up some points because we're going to pressure and take some chances and we'll give up a few big plays doing so. So it's more like 48 to 17 or 24 yeah. or something like that. I think 48 17. Yeah, that, that's more of the style. 35 to 3 with as talented as this offense is, I think you might still be able to nitpick a little bit. It'd be hard to grab about 35 to 3, but yeah, not, I just not for Adam Fuller's side of the ball. I'm just saying that yeah. this offense is so gifted and you want to see them be so explosive. The only way that a 35 to 3 would be, you know, beyond reproach would be if Jordan Travis and the first team offense is out in the middle of the third quarter. And well, then that's just, what it's I mean. 35 to 3 at that time and there's you no scoring the, the rest ball of the game. Off, yeah. Okay. All right. Understood. But you want to see consistency, but then the production out of the offense. I, they, they've had the production without the consistency, but let's see that consistency. Suffice through. to say, it's really not about a score. You know, it really isn't about a score. Yeah, oh, sure, if you win 13-10, to 10, we've got problems. But it, yeah. it's not really about a score. It's about putting together a, and executing a really good game plan that has this balance. And I don't necessarily need it to be like – I'm not necessarily talking about run-pass balance. I'm talking about the utilization of weapons – and where on the field that those guys have the opportunities that they they are given here. You know, like, like, are you attacking the middle of the field? Do we see some balance between pocket throws and you know design runs and those kinds of things? Like I, that. This is I'm waiting for the complete game in that sense. Yeah, I mean, it could be 37 to 17, but you you did what you needed. You to mess do. around in the red zone a couple of times, and okay, so we're now we're talking about the red zone, but between the 20s. We now saw a machine that is, you know, it's not about splash plays. It's about second and four. And you're in second and four or second and two or in third and one all game long. That would be a humongous difference because we could have a lower point total than we expect. But then you come in with the stats on Monday and talk about success rate, running the ball and success rate in first and second down. Yes. And it could be huge, a hell of a lot higher, which huge. I think that's more important as long as you get the win. Speaking of red zone, you know, we've been so good in the red zone, uh, coming away with points yep. and namely touchdowns in the red zone. I heard a stat today. Look at some of these high-scoring games that the Dallas Cowboys have played in the NFL. I mean, they've really put up some big numbers, right? And it's kind of crazy. I went through this. By the way, for those that don't know, they beat the Giants 40 to nothing. They scored 36 or whatever. Oh, the Jets 30 to 10. They lost 28-16 and then they won 38 to 3 over the Patriots. Anyhow, the point would be they're four for their last 15 in the red zone. What? Yeah, touchdowns. They, they, oh, okay. Four for yeah. their last 15 in the red zone. That is awful. And they're bludgeoning people and by and large. Right. So that game against San Francisco could be an all-time great game. I actually kind of think it's going to be an awesome game. But yeah, it, 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 does, it does set up nicely. It was the early days of me learning what the NFL was, was that rivalry. That's right an 8.20 p.m. Sunday night. Let's yeah. get it on game. I may have to take a nap earlier in the day. I'll see you out there. I'll be ready to go. Let's go. It's going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I think about our fans and how frustrated we get with little things like, uh, not little things, things that matter, obviously, but you know, if you think about third down defense, people get really, really mad about third down defense. That's universal. When you don't get off the field, everybody gets angry and understandably so. And that includes our head coach. But then from there, you just think about how hard it is to execute in condensed space. Well, good God, they're four of 15. That's ridiculous. These are pros and they're loaded. Yeah, there's no excuses. That's awful. Imagine the numbers they'd put up if they actually converted in the red zone. Kind of scary. All right, I mentioned this last hour. I'm going to do it right now. Uh, our friends from Ireland in town, uh, Aswan talked to them. 
And yeah, man, they're promoting the Irish Ireland trip. We're not trying to get around anything. I'm not trying to fool you or anything like that. But uh, this was an interview done yesterday and an opportunity to listen in what they have to say about football over in Ireland, where that is a country that is starting to fall in love with American football, both the NFL and college. This was, again, done yesterday by our uh, staff member, Aslan Hashabendi. He does a great job. Porco Kane, the uh, founder, co-founder of the Airlines College Football Classic, also a restaurateur and a very experienced and uh, successful businessman in Dublin. And we were joined by the Lord Mayor, which sounds 10 times cooler than just the mayor of Dublin, uh, Dahi Darosta. Uh, we appreciate you gentlemen being here. First off, welcome uh, to Florida. Welcome to Tallahassee. How things been so far, Mr. O'Kane? Thank you. It's fantastic. Um, we, we missed the rain. Like, I mean, the, it, the weather seems too good for us, to be honest with you. But no, we got in, we, we flew into Orlando last night and uh, drove down and uh, got a good night's sleep. And uh, we're just after seeing the team uh, do some training and uh, we're just seeing your magnificent stadium next. So uh, couldn't be better. Uh, really good delegation here with us. Uh, Mr. Rushley, you had uh, 50,000 people out there for the, uh, the game this past uh, year for this one. Uh, what did, you, did it mean to see the city come alive for uh, this game? This game now is so important to Dublin City. Um, I mean, you only had to look at what happened a few weeks ago in Dublin when we would over 40,000 Americans come to the city. Um, they came because the football on, on offer was really, really high quality, but also they came to experience everything that Dublin and Ireland has to offer. And it's been absolutely amazing. We're delighted to be here. We're delighted to be launching um, Game Day Zero for next year. And yeah, it's absolutely amazing to be over here. Uh, Mr. O'Kane, you've put so much of your time into making this game take off. I mean, how gratifying is it to see uh, not only the city of Dublin, the country of Ireland, but everybody abroad coming into town and taking such pleasure in this game? Yeah, it's fabulous. Like, I mean, when we started this journey, we could never imagine that this would be the third consecutive year where college football season starts in Dublin uh, to bring the Seminoles and Georgia Tech in next year. It's just, you know, phenomenal. And, you know, Dublin has really taken to it. It's a sport. American football is a sport we're getting to know better through the NFL, but through college now, uh, it's amazing. People are, are putting their colours on beforehand and uh, are really coming out to these games as well and starting to support them. So it's developing the whole game over there, etc. But for you guys coming in, you know, uh, to town, next year. Uh, I think Florida State and Georgia Tech can beat that Notre Dame record. I think more than 40,000 can travel. Uh, I have a funny feeling it's just going to be all uh, Florida State and a little bit of Georgia Tech no all, pressure, all over no Dublin pressure. next year. For the quality of what, what the guys put together in terms of bringing people to the city, it's absolutely amazing. Like we shut down a street in the middle of Dublin and we had tens of thousands of people just enjoying culture, getting ready as part of one of the biggest tailgates. And as we said, I'm being told already that this game is tracking to be bigger numbers. And we're so excited to welcome everybody to Dublin. So my message to everybody is, yeah, come to Dublin next year, have an absolute ball, and hopefully then uh, you guys will go and beat Georgia Tech. Lord Mayor, you've, you've been to Atlanta, you've made these trips to, to help you know uh, push the game and let people know how exciting it can be. Uh, why is it important to get out and come to the States and I guess interact with some of these fan bases? Well, it's important for, so people realize just how how great an experience Game Day Zero now is when people come to Dublin. Like there's going to be over 80,000 people in the stadium in, um, for Saturday night's game or Saturday afternoon's game. Like that's exciting. It's exciting to get out there to let them know everything that's, that's going on offer. And it also gives them a chance to really get on the road, to get outside of the US and to go come to Europe and support their team. So I think it's win-win for absolutely everybody. And that's why we're so excited to be involved in this. We think it's great. And it's just growing and growing and getting bigger and bigger every year. So I think next year is going to be absolutely amazing. What do you get out of these visits, Mr. O'Kane? So, you know, the, the theme of the games is much more than a game. So 
while we're here, you know, it's not just looking, yes, there's a football game coming to Ireland next year, but it's, it's the academic side, it's the business side, it's how we make a connection with the state of Florida. Two and a half million people in your last census claimed Irish ancestors. So it's keeping that connection and growing it uh, and bringing it to the next level. So, you know, it's a week of programme that will happen in Dublin next year from the academic, the business side, the networking. And it's not all about, you'll hate me saying this, but it's not all about Dublin. People will come in and, and they'll see our beautiful country. They'll stay three or four nights in Dublin and three or four nights around the country. So it's, it's their vocation uh, in relation to how they come in. So to us, the, 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 to answer your question, this is about making serious long-term connections with the state of Florida, the university. But uh, we're starting to Irishize things like tailgates and pep rallies and uh, making sure you guys are home away from home. And how do we take what you normally do from tailgating for example and how do we you know open up our streets like temple bar and dame street and and turn them into real fun so while we're talking the serious side of it there's really a fun side this is about a, a holiday by the way it'll probably rain at some stage some stage during your visit so the weather you'll be going through at the end of august next year in ireland is nice and cool and a little bit of rain bit of sunshine etc but it, there's a serious part of a game and there's a fun part of a, of a family holiday uh, and that's where we've tried to balance in together and uh, that's what much more in the game and that's what the Erie Lingus College Football Series is all about. Lord Mayor, if there's anything we haven't touched upon, just, just the pride that Dublin's taken with this game and your excitement to host and more And just to see Texas. Dubliners getting involved and welcoming, particularly the guys coming from Florida. Pork will tell you, we had two fantastic pep rallies as well ahead of the games there a few weeks ago. We had over 10,000 people in the three arena for a Notre Dame pep rally and we had thousands of people in Merrion Square, one of our big public parks in Dublin that were enjoying the Navy pep rally secretary of the Navy was over like it's such a great experience to come to Dublin and as I said everybody's most welcome and there'll be a big Cade meal of Falcher for everybody coming across the pond how difficult will it be to get reservations at Seoul or Fire next year Mr. O'Kane at your delicious fantastic restaurants in Dublin City Centre yeah I appreciate the plug um, um, we'll do our best to make sure they're full of uh, Florida uh, folks etc um, but to get a little bit more information at the moment uh, SeminolesToIreland.com uh, there's both travel and hospitality packs available with tickets on sale at the moment if you want to just get ahead. Stadium is nearly sold out from hospitality, etc. So demand has been strong, particularly from uh, the Florida State side, etc. So as I said, uh, more information. I know you guys are very focused on this season and for a good reason, but uh, next season won't be long coming around. So SeminolesIreland.com and you'll get a lot more information. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Seminoles, we all know how important it is to score in the red zone, but are you prepared for success in the retirement red zone? Five years leading up to your retirement date and the immediate five years after are a critical time of thoughtful planning for you and your family. And our friend, and fellow Noel, Adam Tolliver, and his team at Artisan Financial Strategies are prepared to coach you to victory. Some of us, well, we're at midfield and want to plan ahead. Others are ready to punch it in on the goal line. Whether making sure you know how much you can spend without running out of money, protecting yourself and your family against rising health care costs, or carefully planning your legacy, the Artisan team brings a combined 30-plus years of planning experience 
and world-class resources to help you navigate the way. For more information, just head over to KnollRetirement.com. Now, that's one word, KnollRetirement.com. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio or Chat TV. See, that was nice, actually. Good to hear from those gentlemen. Very, very uh, welcoming, to say the least. It's their job to be, but the Irish are in general, and we had a great time over there. By the way, he hit on something a moment ago, and we'll move forward here and do Red Zone in just a second. Uh, but he's right. We were, we were over there, obviously, um, right before the start of the season. And, uh, of course, this will be the opening game of the year when we play it next year. And the weather is perfect. It's 66, 65. We actually had a lot of sunny days. I know they say it rains a little bit more uh, than, than than it typically did when we were there. It, typically, most years, it rains a little bit more. But it's, it's a misty thing. It's yeah. fine. You walk around. And they cool. call it a soft day over there. That's yeah. the terminology. Yeah. It was awesome. I couldn't. Every time we got back to the hotel, I, I didn't want to go back to my room. I was like, no, I'm just going to stand outside. Because August in Florida right now sucks, and this is heaven. So this is, like, ideal. I just want to feel this. It's not often I get a chance to, so good times. Uh, yeah, it's uh, if you can do it, I'd go to Ireland. That's what I'll tell you. If, I, if you can do it, I'd go to Ireland. All right, buddy. Now, you guys know this has been fun. Uh, thanks to Adam Tolliver, Artists and Financial Strategies, and uh, our partnership with them where we created the Red Zone uh, as you well know, and I mentioned it before, we do this segment every time. Uh, in addition to the red zone, you've got to be prepared for the retirement zone. We know that the five years leading up to your retirement date and the immediate five years after are very critical. You got to go through some thoughtful planning. Uh, you want to do that for yourself. You want to do that for your family, obviously. And uh, we got a guy who does it, who works with a team of people that are experts, and it's uh, a fellow Noel, Adam Tolliver, and his team at Artisan Financial Strategies. They'll help you get there. And uh, look, go check it out if you want to learn more. You know, you got 30 plus years of planning experience, carefully planning your legacy, you know, accounting for rising healthcare costs, all that stuff. Head over to knollretirement.com. That's knollretirement.com. Cue it up, Tommy. Welcome to the majesty. Every freaking rep. The elegance. To win the game. Oh, it's the upright. It's no good. You have entered. Someone burned down the funeral home. You burnt the funeral home. Lives will be changed. Sideline touchdown. Unbelievable. Mothers will cry. When you see your players give all that they have and uh, and you lose that way, it's tough. Legacies are etched into eternity. I know who I am. North, South Dakota was his brother from West Virginia. This is the Red Zone. That's good to know. All right. I love the -the over-the-top montage. It's fantastic. And I think we should just add to it. It should go on for like 10 minutes. It's fantastic. It's just a segment. And I also just want to shout out our good friend. And for those of you that go back a ways, you'll remember it. 
that voice is the voice of show contributor Chris, and I miss show contributor Chris. Great guy, was fun on the show. I used to call him out on his stupid Pistons love. Banging Pistons. Yeah, banging yeah. Pistons. Well, that was John. That was but John, yeah. but yeah. no. Remember that? He was always had a soft spot for the Pistons team. I was like, why? They get their ass whooped every night. That was, it's time to be accountable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's time to be accountable. All right, man, let's go. Let's hear these questions. I'm curious what you're asking me here. Did you send them along, or am I just waiting for you to read them? You're what just waiting with right. bated breath. <laughs> First down, between their game with Florida State, the Canes play both North Carolina and Clemson. Not even a Florida State question. We're going to go straight over to Miami. Well, it's a Florida State question. When they arrive in Tallahassee to play Florida State next month, is it more likely Miami has zero losses or two losses? Ooh. And they're playing North Carolina and who? And Clemson. Oh, it's more likely they have two losses. Okay. I don't think they will, but it's more likely. I'm just wondering, because you can't pick one. No. Okay. No, it's more likely that they'll have two losses. But no, they're, that's, uh, they're not going to lose both those games, I don't think. Understood. Second down. FSU will run for over or under 205 yards as a team tomorrow. Over or oh, under wow. 205 yards. Wow. Um... Under. Ooh. And will we be disappointed about no, this? No, if you run for a buck 70 and you, you know, you're up big and I don't, I mean, you know what? And T- I'll give you, you tell can, the story of the game. You can eliminate the sack yardage there. So this is not college football rushing yards. I'll give you that back if there is one or two of those or one or two. Of okay, those. I'll go over. All right. I changed my mind that if you're not going to give the sack yardage, and I started thinking about this, when we get up, we're just going to put the backups in and start running the ball. So, yeah. We replayed the down. I like it. Mm. Third down, once again. Offsetting penalties. Excluding sacks and sack yardage. Jordan Travis will have over or under four and a half carries tomorrow. Four and a half rushes for Jordan. A sack would count technically as one, so we're eliminating those. Get rid of those. It doesn't, so, have to be, it doesn't have to be five design runs, but it, by yeah, the end of the yeah, game, yeah. how many runs will well, he have? Well, I'm going to go over because I think he'll have two scrambles in which he does decide to tuck it and run and get out of bounds or slide. And those won't necessarily be by design. Um, but then you'll add to it perhaps uh, a run or two that is by design. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over. Okay. Fourth down. Bear down. Florida State will average over or under 42.5 points per game over its next two games, Virginia Tech and Syracuse. Over. With confidence. They're going to pace the hell out of these two teams. This is, here we go. It's time. I think you punched it in. It's time. It's time to get it on. Let's go. You are athletically superior. You could say it if you want to. Kia is a superior. It's a superior automobile. automobile. <laughs> hey, didn't you used to work at BMW? BMW? Kia is a superior automobile. Um. Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go that they get done like kicking ass. They dropping yeah. a fifty burger on either one of these teams. It's a distinct possibility. I. I. Mm-hmm. They may play angry. They may play. Look, he's got to get them right. This is the run. Now you're set. You've got eight games that you got to win, and you got to impress people doing it because you're in a beauty contest. Unfortunately, with a lot of teams that are very similar, and. Anything you can do to differentiate yourself, it really matters. I hearken back to the BCS era where margin of victory mattered. I think it's, a, it's we're kind of entering into that in a way because of the amount of teams that are going to put their name in the hat. You know, whether that's Texas, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, go on and on and on. There are a lot of teams 
one of those Pac-12 teams that are playing yeah. well. You know what? Probably a couple. A couple of them. They could yeah. be playing in the title game and a rematch. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you, you might have 9 to 12 teams that have very similar resumes. You can't afford to be pussyfooting around beating BC 31 to 29. You can't afford to be pussyfooting around looking bad, you know, every other quarter. Yeah. When people tune in, they're like, man, this, this doesn't look right. right. I mean, that that's part the, of like what's Like 34-23 go- tomorrow, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, yeah. okay, they just didn't have the horses to beat us, but we certainly didn't execute. You know what I mean? You don't want to be having those conversations. Because I'll tell you, when you listen, and I, I do a you know, you know, I'm a podcaster and a podcast listener. I listen to a ton of podcasts and from everything from history to music to sports, obviously, and do it when I'm working out at Orange Theory, do it when I'm going for a walk with the dog, do it all. I'll tune in to about six or seven different national sports casts that I really, or podcasts that I really enjoy that do a pretty good job of, uh, of covering college football on balance, right? And I partly do it because I'm trying to get an impression. Sometimes it's information, but other times, it's more of an impression of the way that these people, people with votes, people who have influence, write articles, do shows, how do they view Florida State right now? I don't have to agree with them. I just want to get a sense of how Florida State's viewed. And the way Florida State's viewed right now is very much uh, kind of at odds and and also, uh, I think, fairly sort of, um, it's, it's convoluted. It's a little messed up. I think it's the way we view them. On the one hand, people are ready and willing to admit they got the two most impressive wins on the season. Or they're in the conversation for the two most impressive wins for yeah. the season. Who's done more in a month? Right. Yeah. So they'll see that. They'll be like, okay, you know, they you can say whatever you want about Florida State, but they do have those two wins that are better than almost everybody else's two wins. The lone exception maybe being Texas. Maybe. Because of their win against Alabama there. I mean, they beat Alabama's ass at Alabama. It just doesn't happen. Right. Right. All right. So that may be more impressive. But other than that, not many teams can even Come, but then at the same time, you'll hear them say, well, they should have lost to Clemson and they got lucky to hold on against Boston College. And, oh, by the way, that's true. They probably should have lost to Clemson. And, I mean, you go anywhere on the road against somebody and run for 22 yards, you deserve to lose. I mean, that's ridiculous. Secondly, that BC game, if they don't commit a face mask and we have to punt, we're going to lose that game. So, we are. We couldn't stop them to save our life at the end. We'll never know. Well, we won't. We're right. We'll never know. We, we had won. just gotten to stop the previous possession. <laughs> you know damn well. You knew it, too. If we had to punt there, you were about to turn off your TV in disgust because you were about to do a post-game show after a loss to Boston College. Now. There th- we go again, Gene. That would have been the lead. Oh. <laughs> now, having said that, we didn't lose, and we did find ways to win those games, and we did bow up in the red zone, and we did make plays when we absolutely had to make plays so now it's about rounding into form and I really think if we do we'll have a breeze just an easy pass on into that college football playoff I mean we'll we'll, we'll finish the season 12 and 0 if they play well they're better than every team that remains on the schedule and not by a little bit There's, even Miami no Hang on they're now. better than Miami okay and they're, they're I think that they're more than a touchdown better than Miami. Okay. Now, there that, are that has evolved. There are many teams on this schedule that they're well over two touchdowns better. Including tomorrow. One of them you yeah. play tomorrow. So go do that. Go do that. We break and come back from Mama. Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV.
The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Friday rolling on, and it's a chance to do what we do, which is to gamble with uh, Vom, or bet against one another, or make picks, if that sounds easier and a little bit more simple. That's what we'll do. We'll make picks here in mere moments. Mom has the lead. I'm conceding the second game. That's fine. Uh, Mom has the lead. She's up by, I believe, two. Is We only had two different last week, and she gets the win. So there you go. That's... Uh, you don't have to worry about whether I'm going to argue with her or not. You guys have spoken, so there it is. Cue it up if you're ready, Tom. Let's do this thing. And now for another edition of the Family Pick, Nick. Go to your room! Mama, the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. <laughs> your wagers with your mother are legally binding, writes Dad 77 so there you go. So, Mom. Oh, my gosh. Listen, let me make a disclaimer before we start, just in case. I've got a technician coming for our cable, and if the dogs start barking, you'll know that they're, that he's here. And so, anyway, uh, Bob is going to be getting him, but I just want everyone to know if they hear a wild cacophony of uh, barking, that's what it is. Well, then let's get started and not pussyfoot around here, Mother. Let's get to the games themselves. I'm conceding that that loss by Cleveland, although I changed my pick because he got hurt before the game even started. Uh, I'll give it to you because we asked the audience. There you go, and you didn't change it. with uh, You may have changed it in the pool, but not with me. Well, I didn't call you to tell you I was changing it. It's self-evident in the pool, but okay, here we go. All right, you ready? We I'm, now, I'm ready. Now, I'm going to tell you about what happened last night. I don't know who you had. I had the commanders. I lost the game. I did, too. Right. I, I was shocked. I thought that that was almost a no-brainer. I don't know what in the world happened to Chicago. It was like all of a sudden last night, everything that could go right went right. Yeah, and Ron Rivera didn't have Washington ready to play, and that's a problem. He may lose his job. They're 2-3, and three, and that's an embarrassing loss to give up 40 points to the sorry-ass Bears. Onward we move. Jags and Bills over in London. I'm picking Buffalo. Me, too. Texans and Falcons in Atlanta. I got Houston. Me, too. Me, too. There you go. How about that? Panthers at Lions. Panthers at Lions. I believe I have the Lions. Well, I would hope. The Panthers are 0-4 and suck. Yes, I I have them. All right. Titans at Colts. Ooh. Ooh. I've got Indy. I'm struggling. I'm struggling here. After last week, though, Indy, um, Mm. I've got them. I'm wrestling with this back and forth, back and forth. I'm going to take the Titans. Okay, let me put that down. There you go. You got it on the sheet. Uh, We both have the Dolphins to kill the Giants. Yes, we do. Saints and Patriots. Oh, that's not a good game. Six Um, to three is your final. I I have New England. I'm going to take the Saints. Are you? I think Mac Jones is ass. I can't I do it. No, but good lord, I don't. I know. New Orleans, and then if they put Jameis in, he'll just throw an interception. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's I could. I, I tell you what, that game last week. I mean, I, I, and I like Jameis, but I mean, I couldn't believe it. They put him in for one play, and he that 
ball that he threw, that is his famous interception when he was with the Bucks every single time. Yeah, no, it was uh, a little frustrating. Uh, also, I feel for the guy. He comes into a game in which they have to throw. The whole world knows they have to throw. And so, yeah, it's going to be tough to, to – to, you know, throw a football when the world knows you have to throw a football. Uh-oh. Um, I know. I'll take the Saints. Uh, right. We we got another different there. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. Yeah, I have the Ravens. Me too. Bengals at Cardinals. Oh, you know, I've got Cincinnati. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's just a battle of attrition. I, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, this is tough, man. Alive. I'll take the Cardinals. Really? Yeah. I think the Bengals are awful. Joe Burrow is a bum right now. This is awful to watch. He can't throw. It's terrible to watch. Well, he can throw, but he can't move. Well, he not just can't move. He can't get anything on his throws because he's not pushing off his calf. He's even said it in the press conferences. I don't even know why they're playing him. I know. I don't either. But anyway, well, we'll see. I got. To, I took Cincinnati. I don't like my pick either, by the way. I, I don't feel great conviction in that game. I just, I'll pick the Cardinals. They've been game at least. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I don't dislike the Cardinals, but I, lo- I love Joe Burrow. By the way, it pains me to watch him play like this. It's just, it's because he's clearly not right. So I no. just, I'm struggling with it. Um, Eagles at Rams. Who's Eagles at where? Who are they? Oh, I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't matter who they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it does, but they're playing the Rams, and I too am taking the Eagles. The Jets at the Broncos. I know it. Ooh. I, that isn't that a game. Um, I'm pretty sure I picked the Jets. Um, I why can't I find it on my sheet here? Um, oh, here it is. Um, yeah, I took the Jets. I did too. Chiefs at Vikings. Oh, Chiefs. Cowboys at 49ers. Now that's a game, isn't it? Awesome game. That is the game of the week. Um, I took the 49ers. Me too, but I think uh, I think I would take the three and a half points with the Cowboys if we were betting the spread. But we're not betting the spread, so we're both going to take the 49ers. And then finally, we've got Green Bay at Las Vegas. I know. That's another one that I think is a crapshoot. Um, I'm taking Green Bay. I think – now, you know, it's funny because the week be- – not last week, but the week before, uh, Jordan Love played really good. Now, last week, not so much. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like, well, which Jordan Love is going to play? So I, but I'm taking him. I'm taking Green Bay. I too am taking Green Bay. And there it is, Mom. We have our differences again this week. Hopefully, I bounce back and uh, get even or surpass you. I know. Yep. I know. Listen, this it was so weird. I was two up, then I was back even. Now two up again. So we'll see. But yeah, we've got the Indy Tennessee game different. New Orleans, New England, and Arizona, Cincinnati. Yep. All righty, and now you guys are playing Virginia Tech? Yeah, we should we should have little trouble with Virginia Tech, one would think. Okay, and then next week I'll be there for Syracuse. That's right, you'll be here. Looking forward to it, Mom. I'm looking forward to it. All right, you guys have a good weekend, and uh, I'm rooting for my picks. And I don't have any stress this week because the Bucks are not playing. There you go. Enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe have a cocktail or two and watch some of these games uh, and relax. I, I might just do it. I uh, might just do it. All right, sweetie. I love you. Have a good weekend. Love you too, Mom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Got through it without the dogs barking. That Green Bay-Vegas game. That's an awful game. It's one of those, with the NFL the way it is now, it's a home game for Green Bay anyway, either place they play. Yeah. Because people make the trip to Vegas like they do for the Rams games. I want the the, Bucks to play Las Vegas, and let's go, buddy. (laughs) Let's go. Let's hope next year the Bucks play the Raiders. I'm out there. Let's go. We'll do a pregame. Christmas Day. Let's do it. (laughs)
It's been a few years now since I've been to Vegas. Oh, you got the itch, huh? I do. And I cleaned up the last time I was in Vegas. That was... Oh, yeah. I was doing some things. You had a good blackjack dealer who said, now, do you think that you're going to continue this heater? Yeah, Yeah, so he said, do you think, his exact words to me, at 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, I had won 13 out of 15 hands. 13 out of 15. I was beating his ass. Sounds like LSU receivers on their defensive backs (laughs) in camp. (laughs) And at the end, uh, the 13 out of 15 hands that I won, I think I had won 9 or 10 in a row. And after like the ninth or tenth one, whatever it was, he looked at me when he was giving me my money and he goes, do you think it's normal to win nine hands in a row? And I was like, not mathematically. Let's deal them, baby. Come on. Then he just kind of stared at me again and he's like, you think it's normal for somebody to win 13 out of 15 hands? And I was like, no, but I have. Let's go. Has no bearing on the next hand, sir. Yeah, that's right. No, he kind of, but it was funny. He looked at me and he was trying to give me the wink, wink, nod, nod, like you need to take it on down the road. And I was like, you need to deal the cards. And we were at a standoff. <laughs> there we were. Yes. Christian Bale and Kermit just nodding their heads. Keep them coming. And I will have another cocktail. Oh, pit boss. <laughs> Trevor over here is not dealing. Yeah. It was funny. And I was elated when I went back up to my room. I was like, this has been a night. All right. Somebody says he wanted a tip. You're a good tipper. Oh, I, I'm a really good tipper. Yeah. That's want... probably why he called attention to it. He's like, hey, man, you've been good to me. Oh, yeah. No. Be good to you. No, I did him right. Uh, he's... Thank you for the 10 grand. You've made a mint tonight. I appreciate the tip. He, uh, you know, he liked me. That's why he was talking. I was just over there killing it. And then he and I tipped him well, and I was feeling good. So I I'm, I'm already a good tipper, and then I was feeling good and winning. So he was really raking it. He shouldn't have wanted to get rid of me. He should have been like, "This is my guy. This is the one." We'll come back, wrap it up. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, Warchat TV. The Jeff Cameron Show brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. should make mention here as we wrap it up we should uh tell you that uh, if you're if you're not a member of warchant.com you're missing out on saving all kinds of money from our friends at garnet and gold i went purely coincidental in a weird way here we were just talking during the break um i went to garnet and gold yesterday get something for the family i needed to get a phone case. I got Bryce a new phone, and he likes to have a Florida State case. Oh, cool. And they have them at Garden Gold. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You probably picked a good one. Did it have the spear? Had the spear. Yeah, I knew gotta it. Have, gotta, I gotta knew have it. The spear, yeah. I know you. It's just the spear. That's right. It's badass. That's all you need. It says everything. That's all we got. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. That's all we need. <laughs> That's all we need. Yeah. So, That's anyhow. like your, uh, the, the uh, Heritage Collection polo that you were rocking just, yesterday. Just the spear. Just the spirit. They're doing that. The coaching staff's wearing that for the Duke game, I believe it is. I believe that is correct. And I like that shirt. And uh, I have a couple of shirts that are similar. There's that one, and I have another Heritage shirt that I love. Um, I I can't wait till it gets cold. I've got a really sweet 
sweatshirt that I got from uh, Garnet and Gold the last time I was in there. It's just the state of Florida, the gold. It's oh, like your yeah. hat. It's like your yep. hat. Yep. Um, I just love that. I love that whole thing. They've got, I like the uh, the Heritage Collection sweatshirt that's understated, and it's got the FSU and the outline. Yeah, the, out- the turquoise yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's classy. Yeah, it's good stuff. So now, like, Christie's got a case that is just the lightning, just the bolts. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I've got this one, which is that kick-ass Buccaneers. He's winking at you. Little Bucko Bruce action. And uh, but really, that, that case is held up nicely. I've had this sucker for a while. That thing was beat to hell. Yeah, you had that at the old place of employment. I know. Think about that. Sweet. And I've upgraded the phone a bunch of times. So this is think about it. Yeah. All these people. <laughs> and then uh, and then now Bryce has got the uh, and finally Clark is back in the fold. He hadn't had a phone in six months. I got him one. Well, there you go. Six months. Why not? Because he's irresponsible. <laughs> I don't have I don't have time for that nonsense. <laughs> Penalty. <laughs> He's irresponsible, and he used to ask me. Every, you sound like him. Why not, Dad? Because you're irresponsible. No, I knew the answer. Yeah. I just was wondering if you would go to air with it. That's yeah. all. Yeah, he's irresponsible. I was I was done with it. Drives me nuts. Have they seen Ace Ventura yet? No, they oh, haven't. Man. Yeah, they'll have to. Yeah. Penalty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the funny thing about um. Him, he tests me all the time, and I am really quite patient. Uh, and then until I'm not, so he's learning that lesson. Like it's like, okay, I've told you like six, seven times that the next thing that happens is the phone goes. And then he kept doing it. And I was like, give me the phone. He, it, it was I was done with it. I let it turn off and everything. I just powered down. It had no juice, nothing. Ooh. Yeah, it was the, it was all over. You didn't chuck it across the garage like uh, Ari Gold? I did not chuck it across the garage. I put it in a secret hiding place, and then I said, we'll get around to getting it back to you at some point. The sewer? (laughs) This is going in the holding pond, son. Uh, No, no, it was somewhere else. And then uh, from there, when it was time to upgrade, I'm on that plan where you get the new phones when they come out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, Clark, you don't get one. How about that? It was brutal. You said it with glee, didn't I you? I did. I was like, you don't get one. Everybody else gets a new phone but you. And that's an uncomfortable thing to let sit, let's now, sit out there. Now, if you want some Fritos, here you go. Get a bag of Fritos. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, but now he's got one, so there you go. Have you put in the fire pit thing yet? Have you done that? I never did it. I was going to say, you're going to, this Sunday morning, Saturday night late for the Pac-12 action would be a good time to. It's not going to be cold it. enough yet. Well, it might be in the. Uh, Lower 50s on Sunday morning. Well, when's it getting here? Because it was hot and humid out here today. I walked outside, and it was not that pleasant. Tomorrow slash Sunday. Come on. another cold front next weekend, too. There we go. Let's go. You know what I missed out on? I blew it. You realize they're at uh, they're in Jackson, Mississippi for the Sanderson Farms this week? With all the no. gambling that we do, and I just didn't even realize it. Who's uh, who's they? The tour? The tour. This is... they. The stars don't have to play anymore, though, right? This is... No, but I mean, like God bless him. Jonas Blix is probably playing. Uh, <laughs> what? He's had a good career. Yeah, just, and he needs know. to play. Hank Libayota's out there playing. I'm, I guarantee I'm sure you. Sure, he is. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that uh, Peter Malnati needs to be get his ass out there. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> you know, like, uh, oh look at that old David Lipsky's out here this weekend, huh? He's trying to <laughs> hold on to that tour card. I feel like you have to say his name like Brasky. You know, David Lipsky. 
Luke List is in the lead currently because oh. that's exactly who should be in the lead at the Sanderson Farms. How about Harrison Indicott? How's he doing? Yeah. But, you is know. Is he going to make the cut? Lanto Griffin, Eric Cole, and yes, Jonas Blixt is currently five under. There you go, Jonas. Come on, Jonas. He's going to make that cut this weekend. He's going to keep that tour card. Me and golf are on a break after the Ryder Cup. Need a couple weeks. You know who's out there playing? Camilo Vijegas. Oh, my goodness. He's four under today. I I thought he was done. He was in the broadcast booth for a while there. I the thought he was done. Throwback with him and Jonas to like the 2011 regionals. <laughs> Cameron Percy. Sean O'Hare. Sam Bennett. Sanderson Farms where it's at this week. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good work out of you. We're headed over to Quarter Pocket Bar and Grill around 5 o'clock for a little happy hour if you guys want to join us. Good job, Director Matthew, and uh, we appreciate all of you. Be good. Peace.